All right, it's time to get geared up on GeekWire. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. All right, we got a great show coming up. We're going to be talking about the Google Assistant coming to the iPhone, mm-hmm. plus the Google Home expanding its capabilities. And yes. it's, it's war with Amazon at this point. It's I war with say. everybody. I mean, all, all of these virtual assistants are at war with each other. That's right. And if you're listening on the podcast, we're going to be having some discussions and a first glimpse of possibly what could be the iPhone 8. Right. If that's what they're calling it. But yes, there's a there's a leak. A leak has taken place. We don't know if it's true or not, but it's it's a very interesting uh, look at what could be coming in September. Plus, Andrew has brought in what I think is about to become my favorite gadget. I hope so. The fidget spinner, which is, I know, in very high demand, very popular with the kids People these love, days. I don't get it, but here it is. Okay. All right. So all that and more and coming up this week on Geared Up on GeekWire. Let's jump right into it. What's the first topic? With Well, first off, by the way, if you are listening on the radio or the podcast, don't forget, the best way to follow us is to go Mm -hmm. to geekwire.com slash geared up. There you can find links to iTunes and also to Andrew's YouTube channel, youtube.com slash gear live, which is the best place to follow the live stream. Every week we go live and you can get a behind the scenes glimpse of the show as we record it. And Andrew responds to your questions during the breaks. That's right. Not only during the breaks, but actually after the show, if you watch later and you leave a comment, I'm still paying attention and I'm answering you. All right. So let's talk about our first topic and that is the Google Assistant coming to the iPhone. Yeah. So this is this was yesterday part of a much broader push by Google to really expand the footprint of its voice assistant. Right. And this is a fascinating area right now because you got Cortana, you got Alexa, you got Siri. Bixby. That's right. Bixby. Shout out to Bixby. Bixby. I always forget Bixby, the <laughs> Don't Samsung. Don't forget Bixby. Uh, are you liking Bixby, by the way? Uh, it's okay. Well, here's the crazy thing about Bixby. I just got a refrigerator, a new fridge. It's like a $5,000 fridge. It's crazy. It has a... It has an 18 and a half inch display along one of the doors. That, that's bigger than some TVs I've had. I know. 18 and a half inch display um, that runs Samsung's OS Tizen and has Bixby built in. So, okay. So I want to talk about this later because I want to know what in the yeah. heck you would ask a refrigerator okay. to do for okay, you. Okay, good. But let's talk about the Google Assistant. Okay. One of the big pieces of news coming out of Google I.O., their developer that's conference right. in Mountain View, California, was the expansion of the Assistant to the iPhone. I've got it running here uh, on my iPhone, and I'll get it queued up in the background okay. as, as we talk here. But take Andrew, a look at this guy. What was the significance of this, that, that Google's expanding the Assistant beyond the home device and beyond Android, Android devices to the iPhone? Yeah, I mean, that's really, that is the big thing, is it's coming to the iPhone. And the, and the cool thing about it is really that the Google Assistant is so much better than Siri. Okay, that's interesting because I've got, as we know, I've got a love-hate relationship with Siri. In what ways? Wait, wait first of all, where's your, where's the love part? Because I don't remember any of the love part. <laughs> it's mostly hate. It's almost <laughs> hate entirely Siri. hate. <laughs> so, so what? In what ways is the Google Assistant better than Siri on the iPhone, or well, just in general? Well, the thing is, you know, it's it's difficult to get used to talking to, you know your phone or for lack, you know, just these virtuals, it's not a real person. So at least people, I'm assuming people our age, we're, we think we have to craft our sentences a certain way to get it to understand us. We're talking to a machine. Um, and I think, you know, for kids, let's just say people being born today when they're, you know, of the age to get their own cell phone, I think they're going to just be able to just talk naturally like they would talk to anyone else and have their phones understand them. We're not there yet. Yeah. So Siri is more, of the kind of one where you have to think about what you want it to do, say it, 
And when it fails, you have to figure, okay, why did that fail? How do I rephrase that? So one example I would I actually gave someone yesterday was I can't ask Siri, is it going to rain or snow tomorrow? Like you have to ask, what's the weather? I have to say, is it going to rain tomorrow? Yes or no? Or what's oh, the weather? I got you. Or, okay, yes or okay. Is it going to snow tomorrow? Yes or no? Well, let's test that. And right? I can't say, is there going to be precipitation tomorrow? Because she doesn't understand that. Google, I can say, is it going to rain or snow tomorrow? And it'll tell me. It'll answer for both. It's not going to rain, but it'll snow. Like, it'll know what I mean. So it's little things like that. But to take it further, since a lot of them all do the same stuff, like what's the weather tomorrow, set this appointment, or um, you know, turn off the lights, you know, it'll do smart home stuff. Google now, you can order, like, hey, I want to order lunch from Panera. Okay, what do you want to order? And it'll show up on the screen. Here's stuff you can order. I want that sandwich. Okay, do you want a drink? It'll show you drinks. Okay. I want that drink. Complete my order. Better. This is way better than the weather. I want to do this right now. Let's get, some food. Let's some, get food. some food delivered. Order right, some okay, food. Right. This is going to be crazy. Order some food from Panera. Here's what I found on the web. Wait, no. That's our food policy. Okay, because <laughs> it, it says crazy. I don't know why the word crazy. Do okay, it again. All right, do it again. Order some food from Panera. Here's what I found on the web. So, okay, no, why Andrew, is it not happening? <laughs> okay, they, they we're going to revisit this. Maybe, maybe I'm done. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. We're gonna we're gonna check this on the break. Order some food. <laughs> see, I keep, I keep interrupting you, but they showed it yesterday. And well, you don't have like your credit card and stuff built in. Okay, but the cool, so, so the cool thing so about you have to set it up first. Right, you I'll set bet. it up. You um, probably have to have the Panera. Do you have to have the Panera app? I don't on think there? you do. Okay. See, that's the thing is you don't even need. Google knows your address. Google knows your home and work address. Google has your payment method built. So you put all that in there. And then you say you want to order something. You don't even have to have an account. Google knows all that stuff and it sends it to Panera and you just get an order delivered to you. Now, it'd be cool if we can order it and then it arrives before the end of the show. But I don't know if that's happening. Okay, so let me ask, do this. Siri can't do it, though. What can you do? There are lots of things I can help you with. For example, you can say things like, what's the weather? Or, what's the weather in Paris? To <laughs> see more, just swipe the options on your screen. So the options include play some music, play some jazz, set a timer for 10 minutes. Right, play a game. Very effective with the kids, by the way. I, I, you set a timer, and, <laughs> and then the authority is the smartphone. Oh, two minutes are up, two minutes are up. Games, uh, sports, tell me sports. Will the Mariners win the World Series this year? Uh, search results. This is my problem a, with these things. Well, you just they, asked it a question that it doesn't know the answer to. Okay. How would it know that? Did the Mariners win last night? Yes, the Mariners won 4-0 okay. to zero yesterday against... There you go. We're, we're testing the limits of technology right, here. Right. Okay, so, so that is Google Assistant on the iPhone. It's essentially a long scrolling chat. I mean, that's basically what you, what you get. Yes. You scroll up to see all your history. Another thing you can do with this, though, that you can't do with Siri currently... Um, is chat, by the way. So if you are in a public place and you feel silly talking to your phone, you can bring up this little keyboard right here and you can just type to the assistant. Okay. So you can ask it the same question and it'll respond to you silently. So it'll just have a text conversation with you. Siri doesn't do that. I don't know why. Come on, Siri. So this is part of a broader push by all of these companies to get their virtual assistants everywhere. You've That's seen right. Amazon expand Alexa into the Amazon app on the iPhone. Microsoft, with the announcement of the Windows 10 Fall Creators update last week, mm -hmm. they're expanding Cortana onto, it's already on iOS and Android, but with that update, it's going to have this feature called Timeline, where you're going to be able to track all of your activity across all of your devices if you're using this Windows 10 update. Okay. So this is a big push by, by all these companies. Yes. And Google also this week announced some new capabilities for the Google Home. 
Yeah. Which is their competitor to the Echo. Yes, they did. Um, it's, a, it's a bunch of new stuff coming. None of it is like groundbreaking. Maybe the biggest one is the free phone calls to any line in North America and Canada. So you can ask your Google Home, hey, Google, call mom, and it'll just call her phone number. She doesn't need a Google Home, which is better than the Amazon Echo version where both people need the Echo in order to make that phone call connection. Your Google Home will call any phone number, which is really nice. So Free. I actually have, Free. A, I have a lot more to talk about on this topic, and we're not going to be able to fit it into this segment. All right. But Amazon, Amazon came out with some similar features recently, as you're alluding to, the Alexa right. voice calling, and there are some issues with it. And I think that there's some competitive jockeying going on that we, that we saw unfold just over the past week. There's a lot to talk about here. We have 15 seconds, though. All right. we got to get to break. All right. So we're going to take a break. You are listening to GeekWire, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. You are listening to Geared Up on GeekWire. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. All right. We were just talking about the new Google Assistant yep. on iPhone. This was part of a series of announcements this past week by Google, mm-hmm. sort of spreading its artificial intelligence through a variety of devices. One yep. of the new things that they announced was some new features for Google Home, yep. which is their competitor to the Amazon Echo. That's right. I found it fascinating because a week prior to Google's announcements, yep. Amazon came out with a flurry of announcements for the Echo, mm-hmm. two of which were, one, voice calling right. for Alexa, and two, notifications, the idea that you're going to be able to get sort of proactive notifications yeah. on your Echo device. Lo and behold, that's exactly what Google announced right. for the for the home device. Now, here's my theory. I think Amazon's rollout was a little bit half-baked for a couple Certainly. of reasons. The Alexa voice calling does not allow you to block not at all. callers. You can just stalk anybody. <laughs> if they're in your contacts <laughs> That's and, right. and you both have Echoes or you both are enabling it in the Alexa app, they can call you. Anytime. And so Amazon said, oh, well, yeah, we're going to be coming out with call blocking in a you know a couple weeks. Or, right. And, and, you know, it's on the way. It was very vague. Yeah. Um, and so that, to me, was a sign that they rushed it out. I think they knew that Google I.O. IO was coming up, obviously, right. and then- rushed it out to try and compete. I think you're right. And uh, they only have echo-to-echo calling. That's right. Which is not anywhere near as good as using a Google Home to just call any number. Gotcha. So that's that's your point. That's your point. You can call. Yeah, you call any number. You can call your cell phone. Like, Echo, you have to be home. You both have to be home near your Echoes. With Google Home, only one person needs to be home. The other person can be anywhere. Just call your cell phone. We should test this. Do you have a Google Home? I do. Because we tested it on the Alexa. We tested echo to echo calling. Okay. Not very good. Not great. No. The the, the quality was not, the, the voice, like we called Frank Catalano, one of our uh, co- collaborators and contributors, right. and, and he kept cutting out. Well, the thing with this is, you know, and I don't know if this is how it works, but Google owns Google Voice. Right. Which is a telephone service. Right. So Google Home is probably connecting into Google Voice and then having a real phone conversation rather than going through Amazon servers, Echo to Echo, VoIP or whatever. Who knows what they're doing over there? But um, yeah, notifications also for the Google Home. Um, The other thing is it can stream to multiple devices in your home. So if you have a Google Home and a Google Cast-enabled smart TV, which a lot of smart TVs are these days, you can say, hey, Google, play Andrew Webber's latest videos in the living room TV. And, it'll and, just and who wouldn't want to do that? Exactly. Everybody's doing that these <laughs> days. But you can't do that with your Echo. So Google is really more about controlling, you know, device, more devices and like controlling experiences and streaming and things like that, where the Echo 
doesn't seem to be doing those kinds of things. And the Echo now seems to be more like Amazon wants the word Echo or whatever to be more about getting, you know, Amazon's like communicating with people with the Echo show, which we'll talk about later or look or whatever. I don't even know, remember which one it was. But yeah, the other one where like you take, hey, how's my outfit? Like Google's not trying to tell you how your outfit is and trying to sell you something. You know what I mean? So there's two different ways that they're approaching this. So that that was the Echo look. The other one that you you just alluded to was the Echo show, which is the new $230 uh, flat screen or you know display enabled. Yes. Was that next? Echo. Yeah, that's that right, was a great right segue. There. Good segue. So this was announced. This is essentially bringing a display oh, to the Echo lineup, um, yeah. and it's it's a small device. It looks like kind of like a little security monitor that yeah. you would have. We didn't talk about this yet. So yeah, when they announced this, what did you think? Were you excited about this? I bought two of them. You bought two, so you never buy new stuff. I, you know, I, we know this. There was, a, you know, what got me? If you bought two, you got a hundred dollar discount. Okay. I don't so, know why. That <laughs> just, I felt like, and you had been lecturing me, like, Todd, this is what you do when something new comes out. You buy one for yourself, and you buy one to give away. There you go. So I'm listening to is you. Is that what finally. you did? That's what I did. Oh, okay. See, that's cool. So when you saw it, though, like, I don't know. When I look at this, like you said, it looks like the security. It looks so, like. Primitive. It looks very Windows XP. It Yes. <laughs> yes, That was it does, my first thought, actually. But it doesn't look sleek. No. It looks a little clunky. Yeah, like, and I wonder if that's on purpose. Possibly. Like, they want it to fit just, it do, they don't want it to stand out like, ooh, what's that? Right. More like, hey, this is just a thing. Grandma can have one, you can have one, doesn't matter. It's like a like a phone. Yeah. So this will also have voice calling, Alexa voice calling. And this was actually made in conjunction, that this announcement was made in conjunction with that announcement of Alexa voice right. calling. But also video calling. Yes. And you can just drop in on people. Yep. You don't want this in the bedroom. <laughs> that's right. Like, that's a, what? That's right. Well, you know, this isn't coming hey. out for a few weeks still. So, I mean, it, it, it's on pre-order <laughs> right now. I'm just saying, like... <laughs> that's a good point. You they can better, just drop in. They better fix that and get you call blocking yes, before this thing actually hits the market. And I need oh to God. be able to say, I want to answer the phone. Don't just drop, hey, what's up? Well, if somebody calls in, you can say, don't pick up. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> but still, still. But they had that thing. Well, no, so they have this thing called drop-in, though. Which I don't know if you recall this feature, but it's like it enables, like you don't, it doesn't ring. It just like turns on your thing. So I wasn't aware of this. Okay, I think it. I think it gives like a blurred interface or something like oh, that. Oh wow! So you're like, what? What's happening? So like, you know, grandma's in the kitchen <laughs> cooking, and like someone's dropping on grandma. And she's like, oh hey, there's your school project. Great, which is cool, but you know, you just have to context. For where you're putting this. Yes, exactly. Be careful. Be careful with Be the, careful out there. With the Echo Show. That's and right. the Echo Look is the one that will, <laughs> will basically allow you to do head-to-toe shots that you then share right. and get feedback from your social network. Now, you bought two of those. Amazon. No, I did not. I only I didn't get any of those. <laughs> and look at me. Do I, do I look like I'm going to buy one of those? I don't know. Or maybe, maybe that's why you need one. Right. I don't know. I need, I need help. I need help. <laughs> All right, so that's a, a big rundown of what's happening in the home smart speaker and the, the virtual smart assistant, assistance, yeah. smart assistance market. All right, let's move on because there was an interesting piece of news this past week. Oh, man. The iPhone 8. Mm-hmm. Tell us about this leak. I know nothing about this leak. That's not the picture of the leak. Okay. Just FYI. But that is a picture, a render based on what is believed to be leak schematics. Got it. Now, earlier this week, I believe it was yesterday, maybe the day before, pictures came out of what looked like a dummy model based on 
the those same schematics. So this isn't a real device. This is someone like designing it on a computer. So what based on the leak schematics? But what did we learn? Right. What did we learn about the iPhone eight through these various? What leaks? we learned. Um, well, the next step in uh, in seeing you know these leaks is going from seeing them on screen like this to actually seeing someone create something right. physical. So that's what happened in the latest one. And again, it's purported um, that these are the schematics. So what we saw is that the iPhone 8, if true, will have glass on front and glass on back, which we haven't seen since, um, really since the iPhone 4S, full glass on the back. And then both sides of glass will be surrounded by a, um, a stainless steel band. So a shiny, you know, not the matte finished yeah. steel, but like uh, actually stainless shiny steel band around the side. So almost like, almost like an elongated and stretched out Apple Watch. Huh. So yeah. very interesting. Um, and then the, as you can see here, the camera module is vertical. And people have been complaining about that a lot. Like they think it looks ugly. Like it actually makes, I don't see why it makes a big deal. So here's my iPhone 7 Plus. I've got the two cameras going, you know, horizontally. So they're going to be vertical. And people are like, that looks so ugly. Why would they do that? Which is weird because when you go like this, now they're, you know, like. Or, so, so when, for you, people when you turn it horizontal, it essentially moves it into the orientation that you have now when it's vertical. Right. And then when you put it on in a virtual reality headset, oh. it's looking you know, the proper way. Gotcha. So that's what this is all about. I think you think it's, it's about, about VR? I think it's about VR and AR. So I think when you're holding the phone sideways, it needs to have the camera in the proper orientation in order to, basically the camera becomes the phone's pair of eyes. Gotcha. And the phone needs it in that orientation in order to perform better. So what is Apple going to be coming out with in terms of AR, VR? Do we know? See, now we're getting into speculation. Pure speculation. All we can do with the schematics is see the size and shape of the hardware. We don't know what all that means in terms of software. And there's been no software leak. Um, I think we're going to see a, a heavy push into VR and AR with the next iPhone. Um, mostly because, number one, Samsung... And other Android devices, Google, Google uh, Pixel, etc. They've been doing this for at least two or three years, where the iPhone hasn't even been right. in that conversation comes, at all. You, can, you have the option, and in some cases, you can get it for free, right? With with its own exactly. Headset. So it's time. Um, and the other thing, quite honestly, is where where else do you go? Like, you know, I'm not at one of these companies like coming up with the new features, but a lot of times when I hold like an iPhone, I'm like, what else? What else can you do? Like everything on it is so good and it's not just the iphone it's a lot of phones so it's really the display which um from what we saw with the leak is the display is going to be covering the entire face of the phone which we've heard before and we've talked about before um, and i think that's going to be a, a very nice change um, but also the camera tech now the other thing if if it's true that these cameras are both going to be used for things like vr and ar that would imply to me that both cameras have equal capabilities which right now they do not so you have one camera that's your main camera on the back, and then the other camera is the um, the one that kind of zooms in, but the zoom-in camera isn't as good of a camera module as the main camera. But if you're doing something with AR or VR, and these cameras become the eyes, basically, for the phone, they need to have similar capabilities. So it would be cool to see that secondary camera get the same um, quality as the main one. 
But other than that, I mean, everything else is speculation. Okay. Do we know when this is coming out? It's going to come in. I'm, I'm almost positive it's going to come in September because it's been that way like yeah. clock, clockwork for many years. Okay. So this fall, WWDC, though, is just about two weeks away. So we're definitely going to get a look at iOS 11 and the next version of Mac OS and, um, you know, other surprises. People are uh, speculating we're going to see three new laptops announced there as well. I'm still waiting for desktops, by the way. Yeah. What's going on, Apple? By the way, I've got a whole laptop story to tell you. Now is not the time. But oh, I've, man. I've, I've You've got a lot of stuff mission. to tell me that uh, yeah. we got to talk about yeah, off later. This is yeah. crazy. <laughs> That's great. People need to know, though. No, so I, my laptop uh, crashed this past week. Could not get it to boot. Oh, no. Fortunately, though, you know, I'm a religious time machine user. That's good. So, But I kept, okay. I could not find the restore point where it would come back. Wow. And so finally, I went to the Apple store. I was about to get a new MacBook Pro. A new MacBook with the touch Pro bar? With, no, not. I was going to get the one without the touch bar, oh. like the 13 inch without okay. the touch bar. And but I could not bring myself to have to carry around one of those damn USB hubs, those oh, USB C hubs. They're I not could that not bring. Bad. My, I could not bring myself, and so I stopped. I said, "No, I'm going to keep trying to restore <laughs> it from Time Machine." I finally found a point about a month back on Time Machine oh, that I could restore to. Okay, and I restored, it and this it's running now. So I saved myself in the short term quite a bit of money. Okay, but still, I I'm actually thinking because. You can order online still a 2015 MacBook right. Pro that has HDMI, yes, yes. Uh, Lightning, everything, everything that I want. I'm Don't thinking about doing it. I'm Don't doing do it. it. Don't you dare. I'm going to. Try to stop me. This guy. All right. This guy. Okay. We have some fun stuff coming up. Okay. We're going to be talking about the fidget spinners. Yes. And I, 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 and Cube. I, and Cube. I have zero experience with these things. Me either. These I, are sealed. They're sealed. Okay. We're opening these for the first time. All right. Stick around for that. Coming up on Geared Up. You're listening to GeekWire. Welcome back. You're listening to Geared Up on GeekWire. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. I appreciate you persevering. I know you're a little under the weather today, Andrew. Hey, that's what I'm here for. All right. So that's my job. What What's going on here with these spinners? I've heard that you cannot find these things anywhere. You can't find them anywhere. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. I mean, we're going to open these up and we're going to try them out. What are they for people who've never heard of these? For the three or four people out there who've never heard of spinners? Quite honestly, <laughs> fidget spinners. I don't know. <laughs> you spin it in your hands. Let's open this thing up. <laughs> wow, look at that box. Opening it up. Nice. Okay. You, we are getting some good unboxing audio yeah. here. So I don't play. So what is the point? This is going to be a problem. If you don't know what you're doing and I don't know what I'm doing, which, well, I guess that's no different. Well, the, the idea behind this is, oh, there's some nice weight to that. You hold the spinner and you spin it, right? Yeah. So now you hold this. Now, now all of your nervous energy... Is going into here. You're focusing on this. So you're a kid and you're like jumping all over the place. Kurt came in here. Kurt Slosser, yeah. And he was like, I have a 10-year-old and he's all over the place. He's supposed to be doing homework. He's chasing the cat. He's going upstairs. He's going downstairs. He's jumping all over the place. He got one of these spinners. Uh Then his kid did this and he's chilling. He's not running all over the place anymore. Really? Can I try it? Yeah. Put that in your fingers. Spin it around. I, that does so, nothing for so me. So now you hold it though. Now I'm you hold. Spinning. You have to keep. Now you hold it. Now you just hold it. You can like hold it. Move it around. Whatever. And now you're like, hey, I can concentrate. All my nervous energy is going into this, and now I can do my homework while I hold this. Wow, really? I guess. <laughs> I guess. So here's the fidget cube. Why don't you open? Now the that? fidget cube was the first one. The fidget cube. Both of these are from ANSI Labs, by the way. Okay. Um, oh, so there's a little. Oh, I get it. So there's a little bit of momentum to it, obviously. Out of here. Yeah. Okay. See, I told you. There we, we go. Okay. There we go. All right, so that's the spinner, okay? Now, this is the fidget cube. 
this was actually made for adults who are like executives and stuff who are like, you oh. know what? I'm just hanging out. I need something to do. So it has like six oh, sides. It's, it's like the obnoxious guy next to you right. in the cube who yes. uh, clicks his panel. So it's day. got this ball. It has like a trackpad. It has the different buttons on one side. It has all these different things you can spin around. And um, it allows you to just like, you know, okay. I'm busy. I'm stressed out at work. I need to take my stress out on something. I've got this fidget cube. Claire's having a good time over there. She, you can't see her on camera, but Claire really likes that spinner. This seems like a. I like the spinner better than the cube, personally. You don't like the cube too no, much. I no. mean, the cube, you you kind of find your one or two sides. Oh, you have to keep like idea? spinning it all over the place. You just find one. You're like, oh, that's me. I like spinning this thing around, or I okay, like. All right. I like the the clicker, the up and down thing. I mean, I mean, people out there though, if you and we need to hear feedback from people on this. Email. What's the email address for this show? Uh, t- t- tips at geekwire.com. Tips at geekwire.com. Um, or drop comments on YouTube or Facebook. Have you experienced fidget spinners or fidget cubes? And if so, do you believe in their effects? Because, again, this is the first time we've used these things. We've only used them for about 30 seconds. The ba- <laughs> so we're, just, we're holding them. Holding them up to the mics. So we're giving you guys it. sound effects. But I want to know if the people out there actually believe in these things. Well, is do it- your kids love these things? Like They're everywhere. If you go to a middle school, do your kids don't have these? No, my Who daughter's only six. Okay, your daughter's six. If your daughter were like 10, her and all her friends, they would just be talking about these nonstop. So... Fidget cubes. Fidget cubes. Okay. And wh- where did you get this one? Ancylabs.com. In fact, this one is a uh, classic Nintendo yeah. themed, SNES, right. Super Nintendo themed one. Um, I got this on Kickstarter. This Kickstarter like was like a year ago. And all of a sudden, after the fidget cubes like got popular, there's so many knockoffs now you can get super cheap from China. But the spinners took off way way more than these, probably because they're it. cheaper. Yeah. But um, kids, like these are all about the adults, but the kids really like these things. Like you go to any school playground and they're just all over the place. Spinners. Kids are crying because they lost their spinner. It fell in the grass. They can't find it. Tears. Tears of sorrow <laughs> because of their spinners being gone. But yeah, I want to know, do people, have people been using these? If you're out there and you use them, let us know. Drop us an email. Good. Well, in the meantime, I'm going to set up our Google Assistant to get us some food. Set up the Google Assistant, get us some food, <laughs> see if the Assistant can also uh, find us some spinners. How much well. did they cost? Do you remember? Well, I don't know about these exact ones, yeah. but you can get some of these spinners. Actually, Amazon had a gold box deal today where you can get fidget spinners for $5. Okay. So that's probably still live right now. All right. Yeah. Good stuff. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Until next time, I'm Todd Bishop. Yeah, I'm Andrew Edwards. You're listening to Geared Up on GeekWire. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to Geared Up, the weekly tech and gadget podcast. Check out more of Andrew's reviews at youtube.com slash gearlive and follow all of our coverage at geekwire.com.